0: BDSM and non-standard relationships Power exchange and polyamory Sacred sexuality and fetishes As, as well, well as simply, simply fun, fun kink.
1: kink You're listening to the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network
0: Hi Don. Hi Dan How are you? Good You left it in there, didn't you? No, I didn't oh. <laughs> I chopped that up
1: There's parts of the podcast people don't need to know.
0: I'm glad you added a little bit. So uh, people, uh, right?
1: currently this morning we're talking about whether we need to include this intro part that we always say at the beginning. Did you want to go ahead and say that?
0: I could. Do you want to? Do you want me to?
1: No, I made it clear I didn't want you to. Okay, then
0: I won't. Okay.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the Erotic Awakening Podcast. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. There you go. So as we move through the progression for people that are new to the podcast, what the fuck... For those that have been around for a little while, you recognize we're in the middle of, we've gone from this Erotic Awakening podcast into the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network sort of ideology. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're just playing. We're always playing around, tweaking this, tweaking that. I get
0: bored. Yeah, tell us what you like, what you don't like. So, you know, and we might listen. (laughs) We we
1: might think (laughs) about it for weeks and weeks. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about an old favorite, spanking. <laughs> I like that old favorite. And you'd mentioned, I'd mentioned we've done spanking before many hundreds of podcasts ago, and you said, but in that time, we've done a lot more spanking. We've learned a lot more about it. We've added mm-hmm. some new things to our tricks and such, and it's worth revisiting. So I that's what we're so. going to do. I think so. Uh, but we're going to start today with a p- question of the day. This is around the power exchange relationship style Uh, Sort of question of the day, moving from a dom-sub to a master-slave relationship and moving closer, how do we do these things without losing the spark? I said, I don't have a clue, but you said you had all the clues in the book.
0: Really? So I think we have a clue because we did it. I mean, we started out DS Lite and um, we moved in together Almost 15 years ago, we're a couple of months away from 15 years of moving we? in together. Mm-hmm. Oh, happy anniversary! Thank you. Kind of, <laughs> and we started out with um DS Lite, <clears throat> so we did move from DS to MS, and we still have a spark after 15 years. So, as a matter of fact, that was commented on um during Monkey Puzzle Club last week during our spanking demo afterwards. Someone said that it was really um. It gave them a lot of hope in relationships to see that we still turned each other on after 15 years. Uh-huh. So I actually like that comment. It's like, I mean, people say it sometimes. They're like, they see the spark between us, they see how we look at each other, and, you know, they see all of this. But he was very adamant that, you know, there's hope for me that after 15 years, not only do you guys still love each other, but you still turn each other on, mm-hmm. you know? And I really like that because we do. Or I think we do, unless you're yeah. faking it. No. <laughs> Kind of hard for guys to fake. (laughs) uh,
1: But we do still have that spark. We do still have the spark. So how do people do that? How do they move, in this case, from a DS, from a dom-sub to a master-slave relationship Mm -hmm. and not lose that spark?
0: Right. And I don't know that actually both are combined. Mm -hmm. You know, there's moving from DS to MS. And then there's moving along in a relationship without losing the spark. I mean, DS to MS is just one of the options that you could do in moving along and growing in your relationship. So it makes me wonder if people think they're going to lose the spark because they've totally surrendered.
1: Well, part of it, I think, is due to the fact that if you're in a master-slave relationship, I think people are under the illusion that there's, and maybe it's not an illusion, but under the perspective that There's a lot more responsibility. It's a lot more serious. It's a lot more hardcore than a DS relationship.
0: And it can be. But for me, I mean, we've had our hardcore times. We definitely have our serious times. I mean, the buck stops with you. And MS, to me, is just more of... um, a relationship with clearer boundaries, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have to, as a submissive, I made the choice to submit to you all the time, which actually was a lot of pressure for me. Once um, that click happened, and it wasn't what I was going for, but the click happened where I became slave. You know, my slave side really came out, and I embraced it. And that actually is more, um, it's more, not romantic, but it's more
1: passionate
0: passionate yeah maybe that's the word because it's um i I surrender completely and when i surrender completely i can embrace my whole self and my whole self is a sensual sexual person so in that manner i'm allowed to give you all of me instead Mm -hmm. of trying to decide if i'm going to or not and that to me is kind of the difference between submissive and, and slave <clears throat> and I know that's not everybody's um, description of it, right. so but it is to me. So I can be my slutty self. I can be my passionate self. I can still, though this did take some time for me to get to the place where I called you pet names, mm-hmm. you know, and um, knowing that it was allowed and kissing your forehead and, you know, just things like that, that <clears throat> in our loving relationship is very acceptable. Right. So, you know, it. Uh, and as your master,
1: I can cherish those all those aspects of you. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's a... And, you know, one of the things that I think people find challenging is we do put... If you... You know, what comes first? The love in the relationship or the master-slave part of the relationship? For us, we are big proponents of the master-slave does come first. Mm-hmm. It is the foundation that everything else is built on. And
0: it's the bedrock that lets love flourish. Absolutely. And, um, and then there's a couple of things that we also do proactively to keep the spark going and that's um, we make sure to date once a month you know even with a busy schedule we still try to do a one on one date whether it's a dinner or a movie Um, we try to spend some time on you know, we spend a lot of time together doing the bills and working mm-hmm, and splitting mm-hmm. up the chores now that I'm working and, you know, and things like that. So we try to spend some time on. We try to, you know, make sure that the collar goes on at events. And I've got the slave bracelets and, you know, just all yeah. that kind of stuff. I still boot black and I still, so that keeps the spark going as well. So in my book anyway.
1: And I think that one of the things that kind of helps us is the fact that when I take on a new slave, and at this point, Bat isn't a new slave, but Bat's very. Oh my God, we're actually get two hours together. Can I wear my collar? Mm-hmm. That reminds me. You know, Dawn likes to wear her collar mm-hmm. too, even though we're not. You know, we're together all the time, but to take those moments to let that stuff continue to be special for us.
0: Absolutely.
1: So uh, the part about moving closer, I took that to mean geographically. Oh. And if that is the case, then too bad. So sad. We know jack shit about that. <laughs> right. But right. I think we had a nice answer to the rest of it. One of the th- ways that you can move closer in your power exchange relationship.
0: What a segue! <laughs>
1: <Here's> the, <laughs> yes, the ding for the plug. <laughs> power Exchange summits just a few weeks away. Uh, do we still have tickets left. We still have a couple of tickets left. So it's really interesting to sit here and listen to us talk about it on the podcast, but mm-hmm. to surround yourself with two hundred other people who are either doing it or trying to do it. Right. Um, I think it's very positive. Really, really interesting. We asked for people to host their own Friday night. Style of power exchange summit a style of power exchange summit. Right. I expected to get leather power exchange, leather MS, that's the mm-hmm. one we always get. Got poly M S mono MS kind nice. of bounced that out. Nice. But actually Grey Dancer and Naya are doing executive DS.
0: Nice. and I don't even know what
1: the hell that is.
0: I, I- kind of get a feeling because I've read Miss Abernathy. Oh! So, okay. yeah, So I kind of get a feeling. So And then we have awesome. a Gorian
1: person who's nice. going to represent gorian life. So it's really neat to see all these different reflections of the power exchanges being reflected at the event. Mm-hmm.
0: And I know that we always say, um, you know, if you're thinking about it, if you're new, come talk to the people that have been doing it for a while and chill and make friends mm-hmm. and, because I highly, highly recommend building yourself with a support network. It,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That, that is one of the things that we build in our Foundation. You have to surround yourself with other people that won't look at you and go, what kind of freak are you? You know, when you say, hey, I'm a master and I broke my arm and I don't know, am I still supposed to change the cat litter? <laughs> exactly. people who are in that same position you are. If you are sitting there thinking, man, I'd love to go to Power Exchange Summit, but I don't have the money. I have some hardship tickets. If you legitimately don't have the money to go, mm-hmm. you need to write us and say, look, I don't have the money to go. I'll buy a ticket next year and we'll count you this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care. We've already hit the point where it's not going to cost us too much money no matter what happens from here. Right. So if the only reason you're not going is you don't have enough money, then you should write us. But absolutely, if you have enough money, buy the damn ticket. It's am crazy about this.
0: <laughs> but, you know, another thing that I, I like to mention, and I don't know that we talk about this a lot, is that even if you've been in a power exchange relationship for years – come out and share your tips and tricks with those that are trying to get started and wondering how to do this. So, you know, what we find in not not just this community, and um, I'm not with a lot of communities, once people have it figured out, sometimes they disappear, you know? And actually what we need is more people that are living it successfully coming out and sharing how they do it. So that way we have elders mm-hmm. out there helping the newbies. Yes, yes. So mm-hmm. I love that.
1: Now, for, I totally agree. That's powerexchangesummit.org. You should go. Mm-hmm. Now, interesting what you just said. Yes. If you are going to be in Iowa next weekend, mm-hmm. which is, by the way, next weekend. <laughs>
0: Mischief in May. Mischief yes. in May is it coming up. It is May. Up. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> and uh, you're going to hear Don and I do the keynotes for the Mischief in May event. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you had just said was I've, a uh, prequel. I felt was, the
0: resonance yeah, as I said it. Yeah. It's a uh,
1: foreshadowing for what that keynote's Ooh, about. Nice. So uh, and We're totally looking forward to Mischief in May. I don't think we've ever... We've definitely never been to that event Mm-mm. before. I don't think I've ever been in Iowa before. I don't think I've ever
0: been in Iowa either.
1: Uh, and that was pretty neat because that's, again, that's the result of, oh, I saw you present over here, and now I want mm-hmm. you over there. We just had... Um, I was just listening to the People of Kink podcast, and they were talking about the... Uh, people of kink reunion that we just came back from right and they were saying uh, what a great time they had. I haven't actually gotten through the entire episode yet. But if you want to put on an event and you want to know what what it's like to put on an event, they're just going through putting on their first event. So they have a nice <laughs> breakdown of that. That's pretty neat.
0: Too. I remember uh, Crazy Heart wrote something about he pulled out the last of his hair the last few days before <laughs> the event. We know what that's like. Oh, well, that's what happened. We both have short hair yes, now. Yes, we do have both short, short <laughs>
1: hair now. And it was really neat to hear them say that people saw us – yeah, tease, which is another event up in that area in general and said oh well in that case we're going to this nice. you know that's that's nice for our ego obviously mm-hmm. but it just feels good that people i mean I, i'm going to start calling us canada's favorite presenters <laughs> which we'll be in edmonton next year we will be in edmonton next year we'll be so in the uh, upcoming months we will be in barry and then we'll be in edmonton and we will be back in um London, Niagara.
0: London, Niagara, area. Welland
1: area, right? Yeah. Wherever, wherever they decide to have People of Kink uh, podcast. Really neat when you leave an event and before the week is through, they reached out to you and said, so here's the dates for next year. Can we go ahead and book you now? Nice. So that's a nice, nice little stroke of the ego-ish.
0: You know, we're not very ego-based, but it is nice every now and then. Why, why else do it? <laughs> it's not like we make money at it. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> a good point. Uh, if you want something to deflate your ego, uh, somebody wrote me about the Daily Flogger. So I, if you go out to the com, mm-hmm. it is a, um, a website which kind of um, has fun with our BDSM stuff. Okay. Uh, the, the weather on the Daily Flogger today, rain with a 70% chance of spanking. <laughs> uh, and it is that whole kind of sort of thing. Um, Spanko writes how-to book. Reviews are mixed. Uh, it's just kind of a funny take on nice. the whole uh, kink world. Um, oral hygiene does not mean eating pussy with a bib, says dentist. That kind of <laughs> onion sort of <laughs> thing, I guess. That sort of
0: atmosphere. Nice, nice. Uh,
1: so you can check that out at thedailyflogger.com. I don't know who is behind that, but looks like they're having fun with it. Uh, there's a Dear Alice... Uh, Uh, thing. Uh, advice to a mom, finding a dominance. I think it's all done in jest. So go check nice, that out. Nice,
0: nice. The onion sort of thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what else we got to talk about? we ready to talk about the spanking thing? Yeah, I think so. Not even close.
0: Are you kidding? <laughs> we got Facebook likes
1: out the we wazoo. We do.
0: We've got Cynthia and Shyla. These are all on Facebook likes. Yeah. And Marcus. And then... After we'd already printed that out, Leah and Brian
1: followed up and licked us on Facebook as well.
0: We actually have more Facebook licks than new subscribers to the newsletter. We have zero
1: new subscribers. (laughs) The uh, Facebook uh, account is Erotic Awakening, all as one word. You can head over there and lick us uh, as Brian, Leah, Cynthia, and these other people did. Or you can just write us an email at dananddawn at eroticawakening.com.
0: Or check out the dot comment form and... Contact us that way through eroticawakening.com.
1: And while you're fucking around, uh, go to eroticawakening.com slash podcast and you'll see our brand new redesigned Erotic Awakening podcast network page and you'll be the first person to find out about the three count them three new podcast that i am producing holy cow yeah what the fuck
0: yeah i know because i got
1: nothing but time and you tell me i have to give up some of my stuff i know And you take
0: on more i know
1: and (laughs) at some point we're gonna have to figure out things to do that are both fun and for profit
0: Ooh, you know what i could just go for fun and disappear like with live action role play or something. Oh, just yeah. Just have a weekend of something that's just fun, fun. That's what we're But do you know what? It's work now. <laughs> well, it, even that would be work because you have to create your character, create oh. your thing, create your backstory, create I your don't costume, create your.
1: Perceive that as work. I tell you what, it's yeah. work. If you want to talk about work. Mm hmm. Smitten Kitten is a Erotic Awakening sponsored by, in part of, your <laughs> online receipt. It's fucking work. i fucked that up. Let me try it the correct way. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Smitten Kitten. Smitten Kitten is your online resource and personal guide to all things sex-related. The funny thing is, I didn't do that on purpose. That wasn't a gag. That was me fucking <laughs> it up. There are over 3,000 unique products and have served the sex-positive community for over 10 years. From dental dams to erotic literature by well-known authors you'll find it all at smittenkittenonline.com and if you use dan and don you'll get a 20 percent discount
0: nice nice guess what i'm looking at over there on the table what's that stuff for pxs
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got our casino stuff all prepped i got my um Guy who's going to run uh, craps for us because I don't quite understand how to do craps.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, we have all our table dealers. For yes, all of casino our dealers. Night and, now, right? Yep, absolutely. And our chips. And we. So- oh, that's what we were supposed to go do today. Shop for our costumes. Oh
1: yeah, I, I found a um, a big boss costume. Yeah, like a nineteen twenties roaring boss costume. Did you? That didn't quite do it for me. Okay. Part of it, and, and uh, actually, Karen, who's our event, who's uh, our uh, Present presenter our coordinator. Community said, what costumes? What do you need costumes for? So we might need to push the word on that a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's on the FetLife group. So it is on to the, Fet the Life co- group. So maybe... And you threw it out on the event break thingy, so... I did. But, hmm, we need costumes. I want to be Elvis. You feel free to be... Oh, so here's an <laughs> interesting thing. Can you was, see me in a leisure suit? <laughs> I was listening to... Maybe late, Elvis. <laughs>
1: another podcast called... Uh, it's an NPR, National Public Radio, pop culture podcast. Mm-hmm. And apparently... As you know, if you went to a uh, con, like one like of Marcon or Origins or something like oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were dressed as the, as uh, I think her name's Rain from Serenity. I know who you mean.
0: Jane? No, not Jane. No, Jane's a dog. Yes. Um, River.
1: River, right. <laughs> I know uh, two different people that have Serenity tattoos, tattoos that are yeah. going to punch me for that one.
0: If you dressed as River, uh-huh. that would be called what? If I dressed as River, that would be called what? Cosplay. Cosplay, yes, Cosplay. absolutely. Yes.
1: If you dressed as uh, Captain Hammer <laughs> or Doctor so Evil. Yeah. Or as Jane. Doctor Horrible. Doctor Horrible? What did I say? Doctor yeah, Evil? Yeah. Doctor Evil. or or Doctor Evil for that matter. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or Jane, who is a guy. Uh-huh. According to Will Wheaton, that's called crossplay. Because you're gender mixing.
0: Yeah, I could do that, too. <laughs> you
1: absolutely could. Didn't know if you knew that. That'd so, be awesome. when you were saying I was looking over on the table for something, I thought maybe you were looking for Lee Harrington.
0: Oh, because Lee Harrington's? That's not Lee Harrington's, no. is it? Oh, okay.
1: For three years, Lee, Lee Harrington was a guest host on the Erotic Awakening podcast. It's called a segue here. <laughs> okay. Stay, stick with us here. For three years, Lee Harrington was a guest host on the Erotic Awakening podcast. Now you'll find Lee's brand new show, Passion and Soul. Off on his own. From kinky sex to sacred exploration, gender gender, trans issues to emotional connections, Lee Harrington takes you on a passionate journey through the soul of intimate experience. You'll find that podcast at eroticawakening.com slash podcast. Nice, nice. I thank you. So, awesome. Uh, where is our um, topic? We have a topic? Yes, here it is. It's spanking. coming up. a spanking. A spanking. Do you have anything else you want to say before no, we get into spanking? No, but I do banking? need to do AIS bump. Do you now? Do I? Why? Yes, you do. Okay. You're right saying now? it as if we're not being recorded
0: right now. Oh, I you thought could... you would stopped recording. <laughs> 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 hey, I heard buttons being pushed. I thought you'd stop recording. No, no, I was just touching myself. Oh, ooh, hmm. can I watch? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Find out more at adventuresinsexuality.org.
1: You can rate us on iTunes, tweet about us, like us on Facebook, or tell your friends. We appreciate all that jazz. And away we go uh, into the spanking. So, Don, do you like spankings? I love spankings. Would you say it's your fourth favorite
0: BDSM activity? Would you
1: even say it's a BDSM activity?
0: Yeah, because it's kinky. Because it's kinky, I put it under the BDSM umbrella. Okay. So, um, hmm, um I'd kind of be curious if someone didn't put it under the BDSM umbrella as to why they don't.
1: Well, I can see where people would say it's pretty tame compared to some of the other stuff we do.
0: It's tame, but so is feather tickling and stuff like that. If it's a kink or a fetish, I think it belongs under BDSM.
1: Yeah, I, abso- I would absolutely put... Spanking under the BDSM umbrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, BDSM doesn't mean harsh or leaves welts. Right. Although certainly spankings can be both harsh and leave welts. Oh yeah. As you show me your <laughs> movies that they spanked the other night. Yes. We happened to do the uh, the sensual spanking class for the Monkey Puzzle Club just last Wednesday, mm-hmm. and uh, very well attended. And I was kind of worried about that because again, the the Monkey Puzzle Group Club. Brings in presenters amongst a variety of techniques and a variety of uh, stuff. Yes. So as I was spanking,
0: that's kind of you know newbie-ish. Newbies like spanking, but spanking is pretty awesome. Spanking, and you know what? It isn't just the newbies. You would think so because we think of it as the. Um entrance into kink Mm -hmm. you know and we talk about that a little bit during the workshop is that sometimes spanking is the first thing that people try and it's because there's no toys that are needed and it's simple and you know you you don't have to invest a lot and asses and hands are right there sure (laughs) you know one of the things
1: i like about spanking is the intimacy of it you can be now not everybody's an intimate spanker but i'm an intimate player Mm -hmm. regardless right so having it being so contact you're right there you're with the person it's your hands it's their ass it can be a very intimate style of play far more so than a bullwhip or floggers or something like that those can be intimate as well but it's far easier to have an intimate spanking scene
0: well, and i think an intimate spanking is the only way it makes it on my list you know we've been to spanking parties before and there are some people that are just into the spanking and that's what turns them on mm-hmm. they don't well, i was getting ready to say they don't care who it's with but that's i I don't know that. So, but it's all about the spanking. Spanking parties, you don't get nude, you have to keep, you know, underwear on. There's not really the ones we've attended, there's not really a lot of like dominance and submission and things like right. that, you know. It's it's just about the spanking. And I love the spanking, but the spanking to me is more of a tool. It's a tool to get closer to someone uh-huh. and the intimacy, and I like the dominant submission. So to have somebody put me over their knee, you know, that to me, that's dominant and submission. That's not right. just delivering a spanking.
1: Now, a lot of people do dig the spanking from the, the role play perspective. Mm-hmm. The um, the nun and the naughty
0: schoolboy being spanked with a ruler. I was all into the nun until you flipped it that way, and I don't top so. <laughs>
1: The nun being spiked by the preacher for not
0: oh, yeah, doing whatever nuns yeah. are supposed to do. So
1: I don't know what nuns do, so it's hard. I don't to know, but night. I'm sitting
0: here picturing rulers and blackboards and no nun habits. And I was not into religion play until you said that. <laughs> I,
1: you just go ahead and see. This is the, the, the again uh, when my poly partner Karen wants to go see uh, what do you call those movies uh, that she oh, likes? The
0: date dating date movies? movies. Yeah, yeah, the romantic comedies. The romantic
1: comedies. Mm-hmm. She can go out with her partner. When you want to do religion play, mm-hmm. you can go off. I and know. You actually have a partner who has religion. So good for you. He'll, he'll actually be able to say the right things. No, have to I it don't out think he
0: could do that. Oh, I don't think he could do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might have to ask him and I'll get that look. Yes. Um, so
1: the role play perspective. Uh, oh, and we should, of course, we always like to point out that if you're a spanking purist, mm-hmm. that. Uh, We actually like to do paddlings as well. Paddlings, things you do with instruments like paddles and belts
0: and yeah. Do you
1: prefer a wooden paddle or a belt?
0: You know, I used to prefer paddles. I think I've moved on to like belts and leather instruments and, and things like that. So, I mean, I still like to be built up to pain so I can still do the paddles Uh and stuff. Um, and if I'm, Built up to them as I rock off of my butt on this chair. That's weird. Um, That hurts. But uh, I used to like the time that was involved to build up to a good paddling. And now I find them just too thwacky. You know? Unless a lot of time is put into it. I find them thwacky. Oh, I guess they're supposed to be thuddy or stinging, no, no, aren't It's just a fun word to say. You're fine. <laughs> they're thwacky, so and they're they're. I mm, see. You know what I'm having a problem with saying one over the other because my taste changed so much right. that it could be day to day. So I'm, I was getting ready to say, no, I'm really into like the leather belts and straps uh-huh. and stuff like that right now. But then that kind of knocks out the paddles, and it really depends on the day.
1: Now, we had a, um, a former leather title holder, and I, she's not really in the community or the scene anymore, so I don't want to say her name. Mm-hmm. She's the, like one of the first people to talk to us about spanking, about how to orgasm off of
0: spanking. Uh, and yeah, she she's on the my one
1: who told me about <laughs> the little uh, sweet spot yes. that you so, so much. Enjoy.
0: I know. And you know what? How many years have I talked about that I really don't like to be spanked on the sweet spot? And that's like um, there's a spot right under the butt cheek where the Mm -hmm. butt cheek and the thigh kind of connects. And maybe it's because when some people have tried to spank my sweet spot, they really get just the top of the thighs. right? And to me, that's really stingy, and it really hurts, and it takes me out of my head space sometimes. But you have have found that sweet spot, and it really is the juncture between the butt cheek and the thigh. Thigh, and it's kind of like more on the inner thigh and the butt cheek mm-hmm. and if you spank that just right or oh my goodness <laughs> if you punch that or kick it I, I am going to have an orgasm one of these days that way i have been so close and then i get tired <laughs> and i stop right,
1: right terrible person that i am
0: <laughs> so do you remember how we got started with spanking Do I remember how we got started with spanking? You know what? I'm going to say that you spanked me on our first date. The first interview.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe... Maybe. I would suggest it was probably at those moral parties we used to go to 15 years ago. Or the Simu parties. Oh, you yeah. know what? No, we did go to the Simu party. Simu was a group here in Ohio. I think it's, apparently it's gone. Crimson
0: Moon over, over Ohio. Ohio. yes. So, and that's that's when we got into spanking as well. And our first interview, I don't know that we were into spanking, but I think you tried it just to see if I could. Sure. Do you, did you recognize, as I pointed you, did you recognize that we turned around in a Wendy's today? To Find a road back home, yes. That Wendy's is where I took off my underwear. For oh, really? our first interview. Uh huh. I wanted to point it out, but we had someone else in the oh. car.
1: <laughs> I thinking, well, why wouldn't you say that? That's a romantic moment for us, but yes, yes we, did have, we did have another partner in the car that might have been a little, yeah,
0: a little uncomfortable because yeah, no. <laughs> I wanted to go, oh, This is where I took off my panties, and I was so scared. <laughs> now, today, let me look. Nope, I wasn't wearing panties. <laughs> um,
1: what do you like most about spanking as compared to something like flogging and bull whips and
0: electrical it is, Yeah, apps? it's absolutely the intimacy. So, yeah. you know, to me, I like feeling the breath in my ear and I like feeling their heartbeat. Sometimes when you lean up against me mm-hmm. while you're keeping touch with me, while you're spanking me or doing stuff like that. Especially at um, when we did that scene at uh, the People of Kink. And you were all up rubbing against yeah. me and leaning into me. Sometimes it's actually great scene, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I could actually feel your heartbeat. Oh. So, you know, it's those intimate moments that I mean I, it doesn't have to be an intimate partner that I do it with, but it's very much that that you're right in my energy and you're feeling all my mm-hmm. body responses sure. and I'm feeling your body responses. And or if I play with someone else, um, spanking and I'm trying to think. Who else has spanked me? And I'm sure there's been a few oh, people. A, few people like a couple
1: of people that come to mind. Matter of fact, one person who spanked you, you ended up doing those ceremonies for their wedding in later
0: days. Oh, <laughs> that's true. That is very true. So, I, I actually, I just had two people come to mind. Um, and I did one of their weddings, and I participated in one of their collarings. I was just a, a witness. Um, but I also remember near the beginning. Do you remember um, S... Nope. K and S.
1: Early in the beginning world
0: days, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, sure, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So an S spanked me more than once. Oh, he's a monster spanker. He's he a had monster. The hand. He had the hand, but there was one time, and usually he would put me over a table, and he'd be one of those that would paddle me. He'd start off spanking, spanking me, and he had huge hands, and he would spank me, and he would work all the way up to paddling me, and then he would make me count the paddles going up with each paddle, and then the table moved, and then he would have me, he would use the same paddles and have me count back down right so that's how he took me up and how he took me down but i can remember one time when he had me he was sitting on the couch Mm -hmm. we were over j and m's yes yes and he had me over his lap on the couch Uh uh-huh and that was so awesome. I mean, I love the powerful spankings with the paddles and stuff like that, you know and and I love my pain threshold being hit and taken taken taking over that threshold, but he had me on his lap and and was spanking me that way, and that rocked. I could feel his response you know and, and the breath and just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's what I like about it. I mean, I don't know, me personally, I don't know that I could go to a spanking party again where mm-hmm. it's just the spanking and it's playful and it's fun yeah. and things like that. I, I People totally enjoy it. I don't know right. that I could, could do that where there's like a separation with the spanking because there's they, so much play. Yeah, the
1: intimacy is actually frowned upon. Right. In those situations. Now, uh, kind of funny, we were talking earlier about the Daily Flogger. Mm-hmm. So there's a review, uh, an article here. Spanko writes book reviews mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, 15 years has published a new volume targeted at newbies. Uh, it's uh, everything you need to know about spanking, but we're afraid to ask. It's only two pages long. <laughs> On one side, there's a picture of a woman's backside with six large red circles, and the instructions hit here. <laughs> The second is a list of acceptable implements for spanking, which consists of hands, belts, and 24 types of paddles. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) I assume
1: that that article is written in jest.
0: I would think so.
1: Again, that is our daily flogger. I got to get those guys i got to pay more attention to this thing. That's fine. <laughs> well, and you apropos banded, to our so. time. And it's not that spanking is a particularly difficult thing to do. No. It's the easy, it's the, like you said earlier, it's the gateway into BDSM because mm-hmm. it is so damned easy. And there's not much you can do. You might hurt somebody uh, that you're spanking, right? You hit mm-hmm. them too hard or you, you don't warm them up. You right. start off too hard. Right. But you're not going to harm them from spanking. The worst thing you can do, as long as you protect that tailbone. Right. And if you've picked up the book, um, Screw the Roses, Roses. Send Me the Thorns, they talk about the thumb over the tailbone technique, which Mm -hmm. really gives you all the safety considerations you need to worry about for spanking.
0: Yeah, because you shouldn't be spanking up too high where the kidneys are Mm -hmm. anyway. And if you hit their sitting bones, like you said the other day, if, if you've got a smaller person... And you hit their sitting bones, you are going to hurt your hand more than their butt. I mean, they may get a bruise and a thwack, but those are pretty heavy bones. Sure, so. sure. But um, I'll tell you, that's the spanking and going to Simu, that was actually part of me getting into my body acceptance, though.
1: Ah. Because
0: they liked the bigger butts. Yes. There was more room to spank and the sound, and they, they liked that. So, you know, that was that was a good foray into that whole body acceptance thing. So, but I do want to mention something. Yes. Spankings are more intense for me now because I've lost some weight. Mm-hmm. And you've I lost some of that butt. I've lost some of that butt. And I swear you still have the same number of nerve endings, but instead of them being spread out over a wide butt, mm-hmm. they're shrinking and they're getting closer together. Is so that the, the way spankings, that works? I think so. So the spankings feel like they're getting more intense. Hmm.
1: I don't know. We shall see. I don't know about that. I don't know. Uh, so spanking, go do it. It's lots of fun.
0: <laughs> and it doesn't just have to be the butt. They really liked it when you flipped me around and started spanking, spanking my it. boobs and, and my thighs and, and my... Pussy. Yes. Don't... Uh, oh, but that's the other warning. There's two warnings. Okay. Watch the tailbone. Yes. If you decide to spank the clit, use your fingers and don't break it.
1: Yes. <laughs> And probably if your first foray into spanking is listening to this podcast, don't spank clits at all. No. (laughs) You can spank some pussy later on once you've gotten used to things and things are a little more comfortable. Yes. Because, again, you don't want to break the clitoris. No.
0: I like my clitoris. You do like your clitoris. Clitoris.
1: Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show
0: and its educational branch, the Monkey Puzzle Club... Join us each month for Fetish 4 Play Friday, located at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. This event provides new and engaging kink classes, followed by a BDSM-themed play party. Come out and experience this laid-back, erotic event next on May 16th, when Neuromancer and Tizaphone will be discussing neuroscience and kink education with a demonstration. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with party immediately following. And then come see Guilty Pleasures at Porter's Pub on Friday, May 23rd for Creme de la Femme.
1: The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at the room at the Columbus (laughs) Insight Center for Cutting Edge Kid Classes. Beginning at 8pm, immediately followed by hands-on guided practice sessions with members of the Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club crews
0: follow us on twitter at monkey puzzle ohio actually it's at monkey puzzle oh or search for the monkey puzzle club and look for our curious monkey logo you can also follow both guilty pleasures and monkey puzzle club on fetlife.com for all announcements and discussions oh h i o i can't uh-huh. believe you did that Bye dawn Bye the